Hello, hello. We are live from Boston, Massachusetts, home of the greatest sports teams in the world. We got the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Bruins, and the Celtics, but today it's all Patriots talks. We are here live from Gillette Stadium right outside the tailgate for the AFC Championship game kicking off at 6.40 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm here with my buddy Josh. We're going to just you know, break down some of the games. So, you know, Josh, what do you think the, the key for the Patriots getting a win in this game is? Um, well, I think stopping Le'Veon Bell obviously is a big factor. He's been on fire for like the past couple weeks. So I think if we stop him, I think Big Ben's going to struggle with our secondary. I really think Malcolm Butler's going to shut down Antonio Brown. I think that our defense is definitely, it's not as aggressive as theirs, but I think it's a, it's well, um, well coached. And I think that they can really just kind of punch a hole into that, uh, page, uh, that Pittsburgh offense. And I don't think they can, uh, really do well against us. All right, so I agree with that completely. Le'Veon Bell is the key for Pittsburgh's offense. You know, when you can have a running back just shred through, you know, the first and second layer of a defense, you know, that really opens up the passing game. And, you know, although the Patriots, you know, in their history, they've been kind of susceptible to, you know, letting, you know, rushers, you know, beat them in these big moments. But I think I've read a statistic, you know, the past 24 games, there hasn't been a 100-yard rush against the Patriots. So there's obviously been some improvements there. I think that's a big, you know, all week, you know, Bill Belichick was just grilling them on, making sure they keep the composure on the defense and, uh, you know, plugging up those holes. But, uh, you know, so look at the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, you got Tom Brady. You want to get him going. But you got this, like, three-headed monster as a running back for Who do you think gets the hot hand today? Uh, James, uh, not James, definitely. Uh, James White, uh, Deion Lewis, or Blunt? Who do you think is going to get the heavy hand? Well, I think... If if anyone's gonna be um, like is gonna be going like really hard, I think it's Lee Garrett Blunt. I, I think even though he's coming back from his sickness, I think he's really gonna want to uh, punch his old his old team in the mouth. I I think he um, I think he's gonna try to convince the coaches that he's he's uh, like ready for you know game day, and I don't think he's gonna he's gonna want to uh, just kind of sit back and watch the team win without him. So. Um, I also think that uh, James White, um, out of all people, are going to go off because um, you don't—they don't really—they don't really think about him. You know, they're going to be covering Deion Lewis because he's had those three touchdowns last week. They're going to be game planning for him, and they're obviously going to be running, um, hitting up the middle with like uh, Shazier and uh, Harrison. So I think Blunt's going to—he's going to do well, but I think he's going to struggle a bit in the beginning, and that's when they're going to um, really run that that two running back offense. They're going to swing James White out, and he's going to get. I'm, I'm guessing 60 plus yards receiving. Wow! I think I think plus. they're I think they're really gonna just hone in on his his potential because he's such a great receiving back and really underrated in this league. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Go with the guy who you know out of all three, he's like the most forgotten about running back. I think definitely he uh, he could have a big game. Now let me ask you, the new Patriot. You know both of the both of these guys were a little banged up. Hogan or Ma uh, Malcolm Mitchell, which one do you think Brady targets more or which one do you think is just able to gash the secondary of, of Pittsburgh better? Well, obviously he's always number one on Julian Edelman, but I think if he had to choose between the two, he seems to trust Chris Hogan more. But I feel as the game goes on, he's going to realize Hogan's really hurt and I, th I feel like he's much um, more injured than uh, than Malcolm Mitchell is. I think Malcolm Mitchell had some rest and I think, I think if he comes back and um, doesn't play like a Brandon LaFell off of a, you know, hand injury. I think he, uh, I think, I think he'll try to target Mitchell more since uh, Mitchell's going to be uh, getting more uh, possessions. Yeah, I get that. I like that too. And 
you know, Hogan is the more established. He's had the longer career in the NFL. You know, he played with Buffalo uh, last year, I think, for a couple seasons. So he's definitely a guy that uh, has been at least, you know, in more NFL games than Mitchell. But I think Mitchell, I think Mitchell's going to be a big factor. I think he can, you know, he's sneaky good. He's, you know, he's not, you know, super tall, but he's got speed to him and he can really break some tackles once he gets the ball in his hand. So, you know, he's a guy that I think Brady missed last weekend. Um, and, you know, we'll see where, where that goes as far as, you know, both of their injuries. They were listed as questionable, but today we're listed as everyone on the injury list is most likely going to be active. We did hear that uh, Martellus Bennett is dealing with some pretty nasty ankle injury. Uh, you know, without Gronkowski in the lineup, how do you think he's going to need to muscle through that injury, or do you think uh, Brady is going to be able to move the ball other places? Well, we're usually a tight. Uh, we've we've over the years we've gone towards a more tight end based offense. We like we like our over the mill drags and our our um, mismatches with the uh, tight ends covered with these linebackers that aren't particularly usually ready to cover such a um, like a, a foe that of that size and that speed usually but I think Martellus Bennett um, will probably give him like maybe 20 yards or so of reception yardage I don't think he's really gonna be going a lot but I think we're gonna run a lot of like play action and then we're gonna kind of hit the wideouts you know we're gonna try to hit like um, Edelman over the middle or maybe Malcolm Mitchell on a post if, if the secondary is really struggling but they oh, we always got to be careful of that Pittsburgh um, secondary because even though they're not the best secondary in the league they're aggressive so like sending guys over the middle and, and like uh, like posts and those kind of routes I really think are gonna be um, kind of tough to throw against so I think he's gonna, we're gonna be doing a lot of like out routes and like zig routes and routes we can really just kind of get out of bounds and uh, control the ball down the field. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think the going across the middle of the field with those linebackers, man, that's going to be tough to do, especially Ryan Shazier. He's a stud. Um, Mike Mitchell too is is very, uh, you know, really willing to just lay the lumber out there. Dupree. Yeah, Dupree too coming off the edge, he can drop back. So. Last thing here, we're going to talk about the coaches. Uh, you know, obviously Bill Belichick is established himself as the dominant coach. He's had Mike Tomlin's number every time they play. Uh, you know, they're able to get a good win. Sorry, there's a plane flying ahead right now. It's making a lot of noise, but you know that's Patriots country out here. So, you know, with Tomlin being a you know an emotional coach, an emotional person in general, coaches as a team, you know, very gets them uh, you know hyped up for the moment. Uh, how much of a factor do you think he's going to try to? You know, take the game in his own hands, and you know, do you think he could possibly like overcoach the team and try to, you know, do too much? Whereas I, we've seen Belichick sit back, trust his offensive and defensive coordinators, not make the dumb decision. You know, whether it's a fourth down or two-point conversion when it's not necessary. We've seen that from Mike Tomlin, that willing to just pull the trigger on moments you don't think is the best time to do so. So, do you think there's going to be any sort of, uh, you know, moment where we're head scratching? Like, what is that decision, Tomlin? Well, I feel like um, if you look at if you look at their defense, it's it's so such an emotional and chippy, hard hitting, and I think that really just resonates what Mike Tomlin likes to see out of his teams. And I think that we have such order in our in our offense and our defense that I think our schemes are gonna really throw them off. I feel they're gonna try to jump routes and try to overly aggressive run, you know, like rush the rush the box or try to take out Tom Brady early. And I think we're we're just going to feed off that. Um, that over aggression, I, I think he's going to get really frustrated, at least um, until the end of the game, because 
uh, I think his emotions sometimes can put him in spots where he, he jumps the gun. And, and I think we're a good team that we can just um, take out like those kind of uh, those kind of defenses because you know like let's say we're playing KC and they, they got an aggressive defense but they got they got the coaching and they got the, the athletic talent to you know back it up and I and we usually struggle with those teams but I don't feel like there's much talent that's really backing up this Pittsburgh defense they have, they have some few guys uh, William Gay has some flash moments Mitchell has some flash moments their linebacker core obviously is good they had a eighth pass rush I think last year which hasn't really changed um, but I still think that if our line steps up and we run these um, these good schemes, I think we're really just going to take advantage of their over-aggressive defense. And I think uh, Mike Tomlin is going to get really frustrated. And I think it's going to show with his, his play calls as the game goes on. With these, He's going to call these weird defensive schemes and these weird uh, offensive things to try to throw us off. And we have such an orderly group that I don't think it's really going to throw us off. I think it's just going to make